0: Episode six of It's Five O'Clock Somewhere. I'm Alexandra Wyman. And I'm Anna Gazzetti, and we are the Russian sisters. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. Heck we, yeah. We're just pumped once again that we're. We doing, made it past five. We made it past five. That's and, awesome. And here we are, still having fun, still enjoying ourselves. Oh, yes. Um, and excited to bring to you another, hopefully, very fun episode yes absolutely yeah because <laughs> we're kind of fun we are, i think so and we have a fun little group with us here today mm-hmm. um not just alexandra and myself but of course our our producer um director tech guy ricky pickerford mm-hmm. so we're very excited that he's always around and then you guys we actually are doing our first guest i know on this our show really today mm-hmm. um so so stay tuned hang yes. hang in because we're We've got a little bit to do before we get to our guests. It's really exciting. Um, So let's start off as we always do. um, Do you know where it's 5 o'clock right now? You're going to tell me. Somewhere. (laughs) It's 5 o'clock somewhere. But today we're going to toast, even if it's not 5 o'clock for them Mm -hmm. yet, Mm -hmm. we're going to toast the people in Antarctica. Yes. I like to pronounce that very clearly, Antarctica. Cheers. Cheers to Antarctica yeah. I feel like some people don't always say that name fully
1: Sorry, I was still cheersing. Um, th- What do you mean? I don't know, how do you say that continent? Ant- well, now I'm not sure how I say it Maybe Antarctica, Antarctica mm-hmm. Antarctica, Antarctica. Ant- Oh, I don't know, Antarctica, Antarctica mm-hmm. I think I change it depending on who I'm talking to actually Really? Well, I don't know isn't that interesting? But I feel like both feel right and they can't both be right. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Antarctica. Yeah. I feel like I grew up saying it that way. Antarctica? But now I like to pronounce all the letters. You do. Mm-hmm. I do that with a lot of words. Mm-hmm. Um, today we're toasting Antarc- the people in Antarctica yes. um, with The Crusher. It's a 2017 Cabernet Sauvignon from Napa. Going down. Going down. The, with the Crusher. Crusher. It's actually a really cool bottle label, I think. It is. It's appropriate Um, for today. And you guys, well, we're going to talk about this a little bit more, but we chose some wines um, that have something maybe to do with athletics Mm -hmm. because it's March. Uh And in March, we have March Madness. Totally. Which is an athletic event. What? Sporting. Just kidding.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yes, I know. And I was thinking about it as I was preparing for today that I'm wearing professional sports gear because I don't have... I don't think I have anything college anymore for March Madness. I don't think I, I think I've got high school, hmm. maybe something from eight. I don't know. I this was the best that I could do. So
0: I know you're sporting the Broncos gear. I like it today. Yeah. And I'm sporting um, one of the very first sweatshirts, mm-hmm. hoodies I got. Um, way back when, when I started working at Sheridan high school, um, and I, I used to like, we won't say how long ago that was, No, it was a long time ago. And I would like schmooze my way into like with the athletic directors and the coaches and be like, Oh, that's a really cool sweatshirt. How can I get one Mm -hmm. of those? I'd love to support your team. I, you know, all the schools, right. You have t-shirts
1: or sweatshirts or hoodies or whatever that you wear and I've had schools where they, you know, I end up working at that particular school on a day that's supposed to be spirit week and everyone's supposed to wear something for that school. Yeah. And then they'll see I don't and, and they go, oh, well, we have an extra for you. Um, maybe it'll shrink because it's an extra large and it's
0: a right. men's. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> I feel like we have a closet full of my school. We have a closet full of, I think, extra large t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this men's. would make a yeah. nice night shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: That that yeah, oh yeah, that would really do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, check out this extra large men's T-shirt. You could wear with leggings, (laughs) (laughs) with some bangles and And, earrings and (laughs)
0: leggings. (laughs) Wouldn't that be fun and comfortable Mm -hmm. for Spirit Day? Yeah. Yeah, I um I am not ashamed that I've done that at a few of my schools, where I've been like, hey, I really like this sweatshirt or jacket, and they're they've been really nice at giving me some. You do have some, some good sweatshirts. Swag. But um, I, I was thinking about this recently because I have a lot of shirts and sweatshirts from coaching and just from the different schools I've been in. Um, you And I was closet like, what? Well, I, st- I'm like, you don't I don't want to give them to goodwill. So I was thinking mm. that maybe eventually I would have someone make a T-shirt quilt or something oh, like that with all the That's But when you shirts. retire? Mm-hmm. Oh, when I retire, <laughs> I was like, oh, I was thinking maybe in the next couple of years, but. Retirement is not anytime soon. Oh no mm-hmm. yeah, I, I have a few more years left to go before. I
1: like your idea of the t-shirt quilt. and yeah. I also like the idea of you being able to retire, but I suppose. Oh, so. I like
0: both those things yeah. very much. Can't mm-hmm. always get what you want <laughs> in the name of the Rolling Stones. <laughs> I don't always get what I want. And that's okay. I was um I sing that to the nieces sometimes when they you know get, don't get what they want, and I'm like, what do the Rolling Stones always say? You can't always get what you want, girls. Anywho, you guys, I got my second vaccine with the uh, when we were taping last time. I was going to get my second vaccine taping. afterward. <laughs> I know. I did. I just like burst your mm-hmm. bubble that this is live, guys. <laughs> Sorry. <No. No, laughs> there is some like, magic that happens behind like the scenes. Taping,
1: I feel like taping is like what people did in the eighties when they were doing
0: what. A, word would you use? <laughs> recording. What? I don't know, Rickerford. I
1: mean, I would say. Ricker.
0: Ah, see. He also says I am. <laughs> and I still like to use DM, apparently. Yeah. Or PM. No, PM. Mm-hmm. I what? like to use those other know. ones. Just anyway, message sorry.
1: me. I digress.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yes. So we were taping. taping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then
1: Anna went and got her her shot.
0: I did, and so just really quickly, I know most of you know my story already, but um, I felt fine the day of the vaccine, mm-hmm. and then the next day, not so awesome. <laughs> and then the 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 day after that, so Saturday was the vaccine. Sunday, not so awesome. Monday I was I felt fine enough to go back to work except for I had some really inflamed lymph nodes in my armpit and that made things quite uncomfortable while I was telling people it felt like I had a grapefruit in my armpit and that was not fun I've never had anything swelled like that I know I had
1: the pain in the armpit but I didn't have that kind of swelling yeah it was tender to the touch it was not amazing how do you put your arm down
0: I had to wear baggy <laughs> sweaters and not like I was like, I would walk around with my hand on my hip most often because I was like, this is really weird. I can't put it down like a normal person. And I did describe it to um, some colleagues. I was like, if you've ever seen the movie Hitch, um, you know, mm-hmm. when Will Smith like eats the seafood and then he's in the um, the drugstore trying to get some like Benadryl or whatever. And then he like sees his face in the mirror and he's like, oh, that is pretty much how I was Monday morning when I was getting dressed for work. <laughs> and I was like, what in the Sam hell happened to me over here? This is a funny, like, side effect of the vaccine that I had not heard about. I've heard I didn't fatigue. Hear, yeah, I've didn't heard hear about
1: the armpit hurting.
0: Yeah, chills, yeah. right? And aches. I heard of, like, all those flu-like symptoms. Um, and I had not heard about this. But, you guys, um, it's amazingly when I, I had to, like, share out to the world in social media land that this happened and this weird thing happened. Um, there were several people who reached out and were like hey that happened to me you're not alone because i was like great that was my messaging don't to forget. other people I was say
1: don't forget anna you're not alone
0: <laughs> you are not alone i think sal so. yeah yeah i'm here for that's you that's comforting know. i was just actually talking about that that came up in a um, professional development series i was sitting in on this week about connections and how important that is for mm-hmm. for people for us as humans to know that we're not alone and to yeah. have shared experiences
1: public song connection
0: Oh, my gosh. I love that song, too. Yeah. That yeah. Makes me think that. I did a lesson with high schoolers with that song, mm. like analyzing lyrics. Oh, I do remember you saying that. That was a lot of fun. I liked it. Sounds like I it. dug it. What else happened to you this week? Not much, except I did. I did have some discoveries or um, some ponderings this week. And mm. so um, be- because of some things I was listening to, I wanted to run some things by you. Um, the first one being mm. the word G-A-L-A. Yeah. Do you pronounce that gala or gala? Oh, I say gala. Gala. Berkeperd. What do you say? Gala. Mm. Are there? Pe- there are people that say gala, right? Like we're well, going to a are gala. Are we
1: talking like we're going to a gala gala, or are we talking about like gala apples? Is there that <laughs> there are there gala apples? Yeah,
0: but oh, maybe those geez. are
1: gala apples, and then you go to a gala.
0: The fancy event is one, uh, right? This is all very confusing to me. That is confusing. The English language is hard, (laughs) right? um, I say for neither, neither. Mm. I think sometimes I try to say neither. I say neither. But every once in a while, I catch myself saying neither, and I'm like, where did that come from?
1: Yeah, I'm a neither. Either, neither. Birkenford? I do
0: both. Yeah. Both? Depends. Oh, it depends on who you're with, that you adjust your language. Interesting. I probably do that too with some words. Hmm. Um, Do you know what else? Probably like Antarctica. Antarctica.
1: Now I don't think I can say it because I'm so self-conscious about how I'm saying it. That A word.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, there's a C in there that often doesn't get said. That's right. Antarctica. Do you say Arctic or Arctic? ant Arctic.
1: Well, I'm just saying like, do you say the Arctic sea or the Arctic sea? Arctic. Arctic sea. Maybe it is Antarctica. But anyway, all mm-hmm. right, what
0: else do you got? Gally, okay, gala. Um, so I was listening to some music at, at school the other day. Mm-hmm. And I usually have like a Pandora something station going on in the background, and it just depends what I, you know, my mood, depending on my mood, what kind of music I listen to. Sure. And this week I happened to decide I wanted to listen to some top 40. Like hot oh songs boy. of today, oh, of today, okay, yeah, yeah, yes, I do have like an eighty station and a ninety station in my Pandora list, mm. but it was like today's hits, yeah, um, and your favorite song driver's license came on, oh boy, I did <laughs> do you hear know that something, on the radio, you guys, do you know it has an f word in it, she says the f word. Uh, on the radio, I feel like she's so pure, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is so great!" And then on Pandora, you get the explicit version, and there's an F word in it. I had to fast
1: forward. You put her I, on a pedestal, huh? And she just fell right off Crumbled
0: because I, as soon as I heard the F word, I was like, "I cannot listen to this in my place of employment. That but it's is not hilarious. okay."
1: Mm-hmm. No, I actually I had to text Anna earlier this week because I heard that song first thing in the morning, and I decided since Anna likes it that I would try it. And then I got so depressed listening to it that I was I was like, I, I need to go watch something funny. This is way too much for this early in the morning.
0: Too serious for first thing in the morning. I think that was on the weekend, too. Oh. And you're like, ugh, way to start my day with this song. And I was like, ugh, I know I'm watching Criminal Minds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. We really know how to
0: start the day off, right? Way to be uplifting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah um all right so before because i know you've got some things that you are going to talk about today week, yeah. so before we roll into that some things i learned from twitter you guys i was a disappointing week on twitter mm. um th- step I don't wa- it up twitter yeah, come on well, step it up just people in general i don't watch the news mm. <laughs> i it's i yeah, find no, it very me, depressing me neither me neither <laughs> <laughs> and so i sometimes um just look at the headlines right um and there and so I was just sifting through some of the headlines as they were coming up on Twitter and there was something about like the vote on stimulus checks and it mm-hmm. might not have gone as well as we hope but we'll we'll see I don't know. Oh I thought it passed. It or it passed the house. Did it I there was like a one party again, that voted against again that is against. also
1: only a headline I read. <laughs>
0: so stay tuned y'all like we really are on top of our current we pretend like we know things but we're just coming up I with like anyone who listens to headline. us
1: now kind of already picked up that we pretend we know
0: things. yeah they're like we're just gonna go fact check that <laughs> those girls they're talking anyway so um so as i said it was kind of depressing and not really I, I don't know i didn't learn anything fun and exciting i don't think on twitter but what i did see um one of the tweets that was out there took me to an article and it like showed this celebrity um but bef- like at a heavy weight and then look at these celebrities as they lost oh, weight then now
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then
0: and now mm-hmm. and because of one the the top picture was so ridiculous i was like i gotta see this so i click on the link and first of all it was misleading because what they put Uh, out there like in the tweet or what the picture that shows up on the front is not the picture that shows up in the article for that particular celebrity oh that's like that is cheeky first of all yeah and second of all i hated it i hated it so much because the captions were like look at this person when they were weighing so much weight (laughs) pounds (laughs) poundage there was like so much poundage on this person heavier heavier and then they're like and look how beautiful they are now mm-hmm. that they've lost weight and it was every Apparently, single celebrity caught
1: on to all of the different um see now i can't even think shaming. Of what they're called well there's streaming but there are so many campaigns now maybe that's what it is campaigns now that show women of different sizes mm-hmm. um to show that beauty isn't about your weight
0: no, and it was men and women alike. Mm-hmm. And and it was like, look how good they look now that they dropped all those pounds. And and I was just reflecting on that and thinking, like, how many young people look at stuff like that mm-hmm. on the daily and believe that? And it just oh, made me, me very sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. not even young people. Impressionable <laughs> yeah. people. All I mean, of I'm us. I'm still young. All, you are young. At heart. You, uh, <laughs> in every way. No,
1: totally. I was one of those. The, the way the media impacts, and that, this is why I think... I get so wrapped up in people who are role models or famous people who are supposed to be role models. And I get that they don't necessarily ask for that. But that is a part of being famous is now you've become a role model. You're someone who's out there. People are going to see you. And so when they don't act very nicely or I don't know, with grace or class, then I'm, I'm like, how many small humans now? Are being impacted and think that that's right. okay because you were like that. And similarly for the weight thing, right? Guys are only really, you know, if they're fit and have a six pack, which please we all know that that is not likely. Yay, no,
0: um, yeah. Like if you work out all day every day and, and women don't are do not anything gonna else. look like Barbie. No. Yeah. No, and I think that's that was one of the captions is um, about, and I don't remember which actress, but it was essentially something along those lines. that now she kind of looks like a Barbie, and I'm like, "Hello, people! We went through this years ago. That Barbie's <laughs> dimensions are impossible. Yeah, not well, achievable.
1: Not not in a healthy, natural. No, way. definitely not in healthy. And that's one or of the a messaging... natural way
0: you can't do that naturally. But yeah, no. The one of the messages that I really try to push is is healthy. Exactly. Right?
1: Ugh. Well, however, I will say, I mean, I was kind of that chunky kid and people would be like, oh, because I my stature was more like our brother than it was my sister. And so, it, so I'd be like, oh, you're just athletic looking or you're just big boned. I get that now. Or, you're
0: athletic. You're just
1: <laughs> healthy looking. Uh-huh. And right. It's because people didn't know what to say. I mean, I didn't lose my baby weight until I was a sophomore in high school. And so that was, you know, traumatic all on its own. But yeah, I agree. That's really, that's unfortunate. And especially if you're in the limelight like these celebrities. Mm-hmm. And then people latch on to your every decision you make, mm-hmm. your weight, your whatever. Ugh, well,
0: people are just it. weird and mean. People can be very mean yeah. and weird. And that's the other thing that um, this silly article that I was led to from the Twitter um, was like <laughs> just weird, weird, weird things that people do. And a lot of the pictures um that were posted in this article had to do with people not leaving tips or um not leaving tips in a really awful mean manner. Like they would put a few dollars in a full glass of water and turn it over. Mm. And then there was one picture like the turned over full glass of ice water was surrounded by ketchup so that a person like had to go and clean up all this mess in order to get the oh, couple that's dollars. Just rude. Exactly. And I'm like, what people are doing this? And then there were just pictures of some really mean things that people say to people Again. in the service industry, and I'm like, what? Going Why are people so weird? Human. Oh, I can't <laughs> ever go back.
1: I there have been moments since I ever quit being a server where I've thought, oh, that could be my backup, and then it, oh, it's like full body. Reaction. Oh. I could never. I couldn't do it again.
0: Mm-mm. No, and I think about it every so often, and I'm like, oh, if I were to pick up a couple shifts, I know how to do that, mm-hmm. right? I could go and serve, oh. and but yeah. and you, you come home smelling like food, fry, fried food. I feel like, just
1: grease. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, I couldn't did
0: do you that. have a favorite uniform when you um from one of the restaurants that you worked in? No, or the worst uniform.
1: I'll say what's funny mm-hmm. that we're talking about how you look is that at one of the restaurants where I worked. Um, I got called out for what I was wearing because it was not considered sexy enough. No way. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Yeah, and so they wanted, yeah, and I, I was like, it's not like you worked cool. at Hooters. You didn't work did at Hooters. Did you? No. no. I worked in a, like a fancier part of Seattle, and so I, um, yeah, it was this like higher end sports bar and grill. Ugh. Yeah.
0: Anywho, all right, so the worst, um, not the worst, but one I think I'll leave it on this note so like we mm-hmm. can get to your stories, nice. um, but one of the one of the things that made me tilt my head and go, huh, um on this article about people being weird is that there was this convenience store or grocery store, and they had to lock the ice cream freezer because people right this happened more than once at this store would go in grab a tub of ice cream lick it to see if they liked the flavor and if what? they didn't they would cap it and put it back so this place had to put a lock on the freezer with a sign that said People go lick ask for assistance ice cream flavors to it just made me think Where about is this convenience store? i don't know oh, thank god gosh. i don't know i don't know i don't want to yeah. know who never wants to buy ice cream again I from the... uh, what if there's ever a case mm. for just having your own garden and growing things back there, I feel like living also, on a farm
1: COVID makes things a little more complicated as far as the germ I can't even imagine. Like where's they would open oh.
0: No. I was very grossed out. I'm like, how common is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently <laughs> common very... enough they had to put a lock oh on it. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Who knows? Ooh. Isn't that gross? Yeah. All right, take us to something I'm lifting. Oh, oh, I don't know if I can
1: do that. I know I did. I had a, I had a eventful week this week. So I'm trying to be mindful of the stories that I'll share. Right on. I think, um, well, one of the cool things this week, Anna did help me put up my picture clock. Mm-hmm. So I decided to take. That was take, scary.
0: It, it was <laughs> uh yeah we jimmied like a little um step ladder thing yeah. on top of her treadmill mm-hmm. which is close to the wall like there was no way we were going to move the treadwell- yeah. treadmill tread to get to the wall the what uh-huh tread tread whatever <laughs> that thing the thing that you walk or run on you mm-hmm. probably run you i'd probably walk, walk. um but yeah it was a little harrowing but it was fun and it
1: looks really good oh thank you yeah it was a fun idea i we just have massive amounts of wall in this house and wanted to figure out what to do so i decided to make a clock out of some pictures
0: i know you guys remember when she said she wasn't artsy or like that didn't she didn't identify with that kind of
1: i don't i can't crochet booties and knit sweaters for people and she has a very creative brain because she came up with this clock
0: idea on her own well i'm now That's I cool. bet someone else is gonna be like,
1: "No, you didn't, because I saw it somewhere."
0: Well, it's possible that it someone in Antarctica came up with the idea too.
1: <laughs> yes, so that happened this week. Um, I also had some fraud, right? Like, like I can't wait. Fraud. Win these days. Yeah, so some fraud. So someone somehow got uh, one of my credit card numbers. Boo! But it sounds like they were having a nice trip though. Dang Airbnb. It. Some what had some food delivered. Dang. Venmoed someone. Yeah. Wow. So luckily, I'm working with my bank to kind of fix that. I, I hate like, well, when that shoot, happens. If, you guys were, if I knew you guys were going to spend that much at Airbnb, why didn't you invite me? I know, right? Yeah. I could use a trip right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's being taken care of, which is good. It was kind of a shock. Yeah. Um, And then I do feel like I need to call myself out. Oh, man. So let me backtrack for a sec before I get to the current situation. I feel like this is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you guys. So I sometimes get a little up in arms about things. You know, there's that Aries that comes out every once in a while. And when people do stuff that I consider to be dumb or or not appropriate, it Weird. tends to irk me. Mm. So years ago, we were in Hawaii. Um, went with my sister and our parents for their anniversary to Hawaii.
0: That was a fun trip. It
1: was. So I was watching this family and the kids were trying to touch a sea turtle that was close to the shore. And I got really annoyed. I remember this. Then they were getting sticks out and they were trying to poke the sea turtle. And I went over there and I was like, hey, that's a protected species. You guys need to leave it alone. Um, And they eventually did. Well, we have a lot of Canada geese. Now, let me just say. We do. I'm not a big fan of Canada geese. They're like groundhogs. They are also. Oh, my gosh. You said
0: groundhogs?
1: Or prairie, prairie dogs. dogs.
0: Oh, <laughs> dogs. they like groundhogs too, I suppose.
1: We have a lot of prairie dogs. Yeah. They're exactly. like prairie dogs with wings everywhere. I am less protective over the prairie dogs though. Yeah. Yeah. So they're protected species, also the Canada geese. So I'm driving the other day and I've got Buddy the kid and my mom in the car. And of course, they have to, the geese decide that they have to cross the the street. And this is not a joke. This is not a Shanti Wyman joke, I mm-hmm. promise. No, it's real. And so, real life. I've always wondered, too, why the geese don't fly over the road. No. Because they can. They have to waddle, waddle. They do. They do waddle. So I'm one of those, like, just take the time. I usually go, obviously, I need to slow down a little bit, watch the geese. And my whole thing is if you start driving at them, they scatter. Right. Which means they're going to be more in the road, and it's going to take you more time to for like for them to figure out where they're going and for you to get by. Right. Okay. So I've set the scene. These geese are trying to go across the road and I'm in a two lane. Well, I guess it's a four lane street. But mm-hmm. So a car comes up behind me going the same direction as me and she just starts inching at them No. and inching at them. And I'm getting annoyed. OK, well, hmm, <laughs> not that I'm so brilliant. We obviously know that after listening to me for a few weeks. So I decided to honk my horn at the lady. Everyone thought I was honking my horn at the geese. Oh, no. And thus starts this whole like musical (laughs) car horns. It's cacophony. Scattering them. And another car comes up and I'm just, she has no idea what I'm saying. And I'm telling my mom, okay, I fully admit this is not a good moment. Okay. I'm like, I just want to flip off all these people. She's like, and what would you be teaching your son? thanks mom <laughs> right right and he's in the back going geese geese. <laughs> oh my gosh and so we go out of there and i'm like fuming i'm like oh i can't even believe it and it was all me it was completely all me i completely ruined that whole situation and then eventually we were able to creep by and i watched a car almost hit one of them and which is illegal it is totally illegal yeah yeah can't hit the geese Nope. But you know Just what? Just sit for a second. And I think also what was very frustrating is do not run errands on a Saturday around here. No. And so that got me all riled up. I had people tailgating me really bad, people trying to go around me in the parking lot, people trying, right? I'd drive up to a spot and someone would rush in. Um, yeah. It's like Christmas. Oh, seriously. And then, of course, I'm in the middle of, of a large store and people are parking their carts in the middle of aisles trying to get and i was just like oh, just a bad shopping could day people not have more awareness of other people around them just
0: specifically wait, specifically me
1: could everyone <laughs> just have <laughs> awareness of me when i go out to stores please like things would be so much better
0: just wait till we're all back to like
1: 100 percent. oh gosh i don't want to do it i don't I know I don't we've been do so just, spoiled and i even i even said as we were driving away we went to three stores and as i was taking our mom home i was like I think um, well first she goes why don't you just go during the week <laughs> I was like mom, mom I don't have time during the week mm-hmm. I go to work pick up the kid and right and so then I was like maybe I just have to start having everything delivered again
0: Oh which I've done you know nice.
1: sometimes I'll do that or do pick up and stuff but
0: but may I just point to the story I was saying earlier about you don't know who's doing what with your groceries
1: <laughs> oh, That's true. <laughs>
0: that's so true. maybe you do want to pick oh, out your own thing. I can't even great great yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Well, it's like what they what they say, you know. If you if you piss someone off in a in a restaurant or ask for something oh, different that they don't want to do, and they'll spit in your food. Yeah, I never oh did my that. Gosh. Ugh. Well, and I and I'll say, it, and this is no so judgment gross. on this family, but even before we were taping today mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. recording, I had an instance where I was out in public and saw a family, and the kids were touching everything. Ugh. All of the water bottles that were for sale, all of the juices that were for sale, all of the milk, every table that they could touch, they were putting their faces all up on the glass. And I, <laughs> am holding Buddy the kid, like, don't, don't you, don't you get down, don't. Yeah, especially you now touch where we're anything.
0: like, you can't touch anything. Germaphobes. Oh, I'm a total germaphobe. I just have now. to go home and like douse myself in sani. Yeah. Can you imagine if showers Oof.
1: then came out with Purell, like instead of water? <laughs> really interesting. Anyway. All right. That was my, yeah, that was my week. Yeah. Awesome. Trying to save the geese.
0: I love it. And you know what? (laughs) When when Alexander told the story about Hawaii and the sea turtles, you know, and I, I always get a little like, why is she going to go say anything? She's going to say something to that family. Oh my God, here we go. We're going to make a thing about this and save the sea turtles and all. And yes, they're protected species. But you know, when someone like actually goes and like corrects people and we're like, Oh God, like you never know how they're going to respond. And so, um, I've just always been in awe of my sister like taking a stand like that for the animals. Oh thank and for you. people. She always does that for people too, like f- for rules and if people aren't following the rules, I like hmm. a rule follower. She's I think a rule that's, follower. That's that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So as we mentioned, it we are kicking off March Madness. Sweet. And um I think it's really fun that both my sister and I have been able to coach sports. Mm-hmm. Um in our careers um, as educators and, and whatnot. And so we wanted to, before we get our guest speaker role, and we wanted to share a couple of our own coaching stories and our most memorable moments. Yeah, you go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, I I was trying to rack my brain thinking, like, what are some funny things or embarrassing things that have happened? Some of the things that I did come up with. Mm. Um. So I, I've coached volleyball. Mm-hmm. And I coached soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, both at the middle school and the high school level. And I remember when I first coached volleyball, I was coaching the C team at the high school where I worked. And we um, it was like a, not inner city school, but um, right outside of the city school, uh, down here on the front range. And in our conference for volleyball, we were playing a mountain school. And so I remember taking our team, all, all three teams, A, B, and C, mm-hmm. up to the mountain school, And, um, and you know, we were pumping the girls up like, this is going to be great. A lot of them had never been up that far away from home before. And so to get them into the mountains was a really cool experience.
1: Yeah. And the mountains are beautiful.
0: They are beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I remember it was up by, I want to say Granby Grand Lake, somewhere around there. And, um, we got to the school and, you know, the girls were kind of nervous. Like we, we don't know who we're playing. We, we haven't seen these girls before that we're playing and our, our little, um, Students, girls, it was high school from the front range. When they walked into the gym and saw who they were playing, like their mouths gaped open and like their jaws dropped to the floor because our opponents were a good foot to a foot and a half taller. Oh my gosh. Than- Are they the
1: same age? Or mm-hmm. they different yeah,
0: same age, oh same age, but very. Very tall, and I had good clean mountain air, and not that we don't have clean air down here, but I was like, "Oh my God!" And you could They're see above th- the smog, <laughs> you <laughs> can see the girl's face is like, "Holy." Toledo yeah, how'd were you guys do? not in Kansas. You know, we didn't win. However, they <laughs> played their little hearts out, and that's what I have told every one of my teams. Like, it, you know, we can be intimidated. We're going to play people who are intimidating, but if we give it our all, then that's all that really matters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get creamed for every single game that we played. <laughs> just a a lot um yeah but they they were really solid and like i said it was an experience to get the girls out of yeah out of that's pretty cool town area yeah yeah i'm one of my other favorites when we were playing soccer at the middle school level Mm. um and my girls worked really hard and they surprised me at the end of a season with like cake in the face
1: oh i do remember we have lots of uh Mm
0: -hmm. pictures with cake in the face Mm -hmm.
1: yeah some
0: some coaches get gatorade on them and I, and I got, I got really greasy icing cake in the face <laughs> so endearing I still have those photos yeah um and then my last one that I'm kind of proud of is um I, I was I went to a middle school uh was working at a middle school. I did go to a middle school way back when but mm-hmm. at this time I was actually coaching um counseling and coaching at one and they didn't have a volleyball team for the middle school girls and so we started one that's awesome Yes, um, and we were we were like the unwanted team at the school because we were connected to a high school, and we weren't allowed to practice in their gym, their big gym that we could have had like three volleyball nets up. Hmm. They didn't want us practicing in there and encroaching Did they ever in there. tell you why? No, I think they, they, like, they just didn't think we were a real team. <laughs> oh. So um, my girls and I, we um, had this little cement courtyard, Mm-hmm. Where we would do recess during the school day, and so we'd set up badminton nets. Oh boy! In the courtyard, and um, the girls practiced um, volleyball mm-hmm. using badminton nets and the walls of the building to pass to each other karma. off of and mm-hmm. karma for that. High school. So, and you know what? I'm really proud of them because that first year was really rough, um, but we, we did we our the, best, right? With the, the equipment, a, a and we didn't. We didn't end up at the bottom of our league for that first year. So That's you guys awesome. having like no equipment and using this yeah. cement playground how uh-huh, we did have spirit. And I'm very proud to say I-, I was only there for two years, but that second year we ended up in the top three in That's our league awesome. again, having no equipment. Yeah. So I'm really proud of that. I'm proud of the girls for, yeah. you know, overcoming the fact that we had no Bad equipment. like uh-huh, Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And they ended up right. giving it their heart and ended up doing really well. So I'm proud of that.
1: That is really cool. Thanks. Um, My, yeah, my story is a little different. Do um, tell. Uh, yeah, well, again, I think I'm just calling myself out. Today will be the day of calling myself out. Okay. So I coached soccer for a little bit and it was girl soccer. And um, we were, I don't know, at an away game and the game had started and there were some people who were kicking People not affiliated with us were kicking around a soccer ball off the field. Oh, totally boy. normal. Yes, it um, happens. But they kept kicking it onto the field during the game. Right. And so I'd hop on the field, kick it back to them. And probably by the third time, I got really annoyed. Well, because safety first. Well. Then teamwork. <laughs> right. Safety first. I uh-huh. love that you bring that up. Um, I got really annoyed and I kept telling them, hey, can you try not kick it on the field? Can you try not kick it on the field? And so, finally, I got so annoyed and I was like, hey, I told you, stop kicking the soccer ball onto the field. And I just walloped. I kicked that soccer ball so hard off the field. Um, are you guys ready for this? Oh boy. Amazing, amazing kick? I mean, just this shot was pretty this. amazing. Yeah. Picture it. I nailed this little four-year-old girl oh who boy. was running around the track. <laughs> I nailed her so hard. Her... Her shoes came flying off of her. May flipped right off of her little feet onto the track. She biffed it. What? Yeah, totally biffed it and face planted <laughs> on the track. Oh no. And then I had to run over and I handed her her shoes. Oh no. <laughs> are you okay are you okay like trying to help put her shoes on because i'm going her parents are somewhere around here she's four years old where are her parents where are her parents are gonna come kill me i have no idea what's happening we're at an away game i have no idea what's going on um and she she was very i'm okay i'm like just get your shoes back on here's the soccer ball and go keep running i'm mean, so sorry yeah perfect shot i mean i, I took that. her legs out so bad yeah. It's one of those where you hear the the kid go, Ugh! Yeah. <laughs> shoes As go her flying shoes off. go flying in the air, and everyone
0: goes, Ooh. "Oh, yeah." We were like, "Oh, yeah. oh!" it right, yeah. and I re- remember because we talked, we were talking earlier about how Alexandra played football in Bath, England. <laughs> so oh, oh you know she's got some good aim, mm. but that was like
1: spot on. Yeah, I took out a four-year-old.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a fine moment. Yeah good yeah
1: needless to say i did not get coach of the year
0: with that one <laughs> whatever whatever you were a good coach yeah it's a lot of fun i it like was, coaching. it was a lot of fun awesome so now we're gonna we're gonna turn over to our guest interviewee for the yes, day so um we're fun. so pumped that for our first interviewee um ever for this podcast we're gonna be joined by our brother his name is andre so cool yeah. coach g Coach G. Awesome. So, welcome to our show. It's five o'clock somewhere with our first guest ever, Andre Gazzetti. He also, as we have said, um, is our brother. So, we are super (laughs) pumped to kick off our March Madness with Dre. Um, And we're honored because not only, well, I'm going to have Andre talk a little bit about himself, but we're just honored to have him here um, because of the roles that he plays. In um, for what he does. And so, Dre, who are you and <laughs> what do you do?
2: I, uh I'm Andre Gazzetti, and I'm a teacher and a coach. I uh, coach football and track and field.
0: That, that is at a high school. That is so cool. And we want to tell you, because you, um, you weren't with us in the very beginning, but the wine that we are toasting today is called the Crusher and has a big red C on it. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. So, Trey, how did you get into coaching?
2: Um, I mean, I, I started way back. Uh, let's see. Well, back in college, actually. I was coached women's rugby team back then. And then right. um, I was between jobs. And uh, Jackie, my wife, knew um, head coach at uh, the Chatfield, which is where I'm at. Um, I knew him from high school. And So I should give him a call, figure some stuff out, um, if I wanted to teach or coach or anything else like that. Uh, And um, yeah, so I went and talked with him for a little bit. And next thing I know, he's like, yeah, we'll come on by and see how it fits. And that was, I don't know, what, 12 years ago now. So a long time.
1: Has it already been that long? Yeah. That's awesome.
2: So yeah, so I've been coaching for a very long time. Um, Well, Comparatively to some others, I guess. Um, but, yeah, it just kind of stuck and, yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. And so you started off with, okay, women's rugby at college and then um, football at the high school level and track and field at the high school level. Well, don't forget, didn't you help out with uh, Pee Wee soccer?
2: Yeah, I was oh. after... That was after the, uh, I started coaching high school. I was one year of Wee soccer. soccer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. With, with one of the nieces. Yes. That's so awesome. Um, and so track and field, what do you coach with track and field?
2: So I coach the throwers. Um, so discus and shot, put. the big people,
0: that's that the strong ones. (laughs) I like it. He's like the strong ones. And we love your background, by the way, what do you teach?
2: So I teach honors biology and astronomy. So,
0: Awesome. Very appropriate to have this spacey background then. Mm-hmm.
2: Cool. Um, so who would
0: you say has been your inspiration for coaching?
2: For coaching? Um, there's a few. Um, probably ones that I've tried to model the most uh, is with somebody like John Wooden, who – was the basketball coach at UCLA back in the seventies, won 10 national titles, um, while he was there. Uh, but just his philosophy on how, uh, he coached, how he approached the game. Um, you know, that's kind of what I, I, I try to emulate. Um, somebody like Tony Dungy, who was coach at Indianapolis coats, uh, Colts, um, and also Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, played in the NFL for quite a few years. Um, so those are guys that I kind of look at just in their style, how they coach things and um, their approach to uh, coaching up, you know, young people, um, I think is better than most.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So because there are some people who feel like talent is talent is everything, right? If you got the talent, then you're going to be off the bench and playing. And there are others, other coaches who are like, ah, you got to have the character and the sportsmanship too.
2: Yeah. We really strive to push. I mean, everyone wants to win. That's, that's a no brainer. Um, and, uh, but at the end of the day, you know, winning a high school game, if you got a bunch of not so nice people, um, who don't treat others well, I mean, it doesn't say much, um, for them or for you. Uh, and I I think there's quite a few people that when they, like you said, when they get into coaching, they think it's just about the X's and O's and it's so much more than that. You, you know, especially these days, you, you play a bigger role than what it might've been like when uh, you were getting coached uh, way back when, depending on. And so, I mean, we've had, like I said, I've been there for 12 years. Um, and I, I can, I think currently uh, there's five people on the staff who were there 12 years ago. Wow. Everyone else is, you know, and, and normally we have around 12 to 15 coaches.
0: Wow.
1: it's a lot of turnover.
2: Well, the thing is, a lot of people come into this and think, it's hey, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I just mm-hmm. get to hang out with all these kids, and we're just going to coach them up and games. And then the prep that goes into it, the meetings, you know, if you're – if this is something you're going to do, prepare for the long haul. It's not just, um, showing up. Uh, and especially today, like in, in these days, um, in 2021 coaching is completely different. So this, the way I got coached wouldn't fly, you know, the best, mm-hmm. the, the best, the best compliment I ever got from my coach was you keep on practicing like that. Maybe you'll make second string. And I can't even imagine uh, telling one of my players that at all today it's it's more like hey whatever you um you know keep working you know in a case like that where you know someone's doing really well keep it up you know hey keep going we're gonna start relying on you more and more you know start showing me what you got we're gonna rely on you Um, and there's just it's saying the same thing but it's just how it's being said yeah um, so you kind of and there's times where you have to be direct but you know, there's times where it, it's a little bit different. So a lot of people come in and realize that, that it isn't for them. Um, you're not uh, – it's a huge time commitment. It's um, – so thankfully, you know, my family has been invested from the get-go. They love going to the football games and even going to track and field events. They enjoy it. Um, so, on the, the flip side is it's this t- – Teenagers today are completely different than they were 20 years ago.
0: Amen. That is true. (laughs) You do not lie.
2: So you can't, um, there's a different, there's a different approach that needs to be taken. Um, You know, it used to be, you know, you can throw kids around and, and, you know, you know, be a little bit more physical. And and these days you can't do that. Um, Yelling at a kid um, for making a mistake. Um, and most coaches will tell you yelling at a kid for making a mistake isn't doesn't solve the mistake at all Um, now after the third or fourth time it's the same mistake over and over that's probably a different story Um, but the first time kid makes a mistake then they're afraid to actually go out and play especially in football you you have to be able to you know we tell them all the time don't be afraid to make mistakes
0: here here
2: if it continues yes we're gonna we're gonna come down on you but Make a mistake once, it's it's not the end of the world.
0: Yeah. Right. And, like, I feel like that's such a huge part of coaching at this level is – teaching like helping them learn not just positions and plays but also character and how to be um, a whole human being and so I just love your approach and I think you've been a stellar role model for your kids like you said who as a family would like to go to games and your kids get to see what you're doing on the daily and um, hopefully it'll influence their decisions to participate in athletics later on too
2: yeah I mean there's there's things even with you know Kylie all this like uh there's some she'll she'll ask me you know she'll come i was like well I talked to her about what she's doing swimming um and she'll say something about the coach and I'll be like well did you go ask? No. Okay then. Well, go ask. Like <laughs> you're not I'm not going to sit there and hold your hand and uh, you know that's the thing like I'm not going to hold your hand and baby you through this like I may see something and and it, it is true like I don't know much about the world of swimming but You know, there was a couple events where we saw she was better than some of the other people uh, that were on, like, the A-team. And you just got to sit back and go, okay, her coach is going to see it eventually. And they did, and they put her back on the A-team. So, I mean, it all works out. And we just tell her to just keep persevering. Just keep pushing yourself and, um, you know, uh, ask questions. You know, go – enjoy, ask questions, be a good person and you'll get noticed. So,
0: well, and one of the things that I noticed, um, that your girls do like when they had run camp last year and, um, they, they would let me know that one of your messaging, one of your pieces of messaging,
2: one of your messages,
0: we should say to them, is like, you have control over your effort and your attitude. So, right.
2: We have commandments and that's, um, so, you know, first commandments always be on time. Um, you know, tame the tongue. So it's all sorts of different things that are kind of embedded in our program. Um, but <laughs> the one thing that we tell everybody, the only two things you control is attitude and your effort. So when you're in the middle of the field and the ref throws a flag, your attitude after that flag gets thrown, that's what you can control. Like you can control your reaction. Um, you know, 15-yard penalties, things like that. and that's, You know, things that you have control over, like, you know, football gets a little, heated uh, as I think most competitive sports do. And, um, you know, we always tell them like, so if, if the first person, the ref never sees the first swing or the first action, they always see the second.
1: Never. Right. Never.
2: <laughs> so you have to control, um, that piece of it for yourself and, you know, you don't react. Um, you know, I always tell them laugh it off. I said, there's nothing worse, uh, especially, you know, playing rugby, also physical game there is nothing worse uh or more demoralizing to somebody else when they when you just start laughing at them in the middle of field and giggling and just you know um being a little like it's it causes people to take pause Mm -hmm. um and I, i know in my case that always happened when i played so
0: for sure, so Alexandra shared a story with us earlier, um from one of her, like, did that just happen moment um from when she was coaching? And um she was trying to clear a soccer ball off the field and ended up kicking a kicking the ball at a four year old and the four year old shoes came flying off. Um, do you have any of those? like, did that just happen moment like that you're like, oh gosh, like embarrassing or flubs or I don't know gosh, wish that had.
1: Well, that's good. <laughs>
2: like, good for you run on the field before after it was right after I mean, one game, um,
0: you got really, really heated,
2: uh, between the, the football teams were trying to break it up. The opposing team was yelling at some of our coaches. Uh, I was one of my f- second year coaching, uh, and I was the JV head coach and I uh, really should not have been the JV head coach <laughs> at, after two years. Um, and it was just like one thing after another and then all of a sudden this dog starts running on the middle of the field some one of the parents let their dogs loose so that was um that was one thing and you know the only i i can't i mean the only time i've actually felt like i can't believe this is happening like is is honestly when we're when I'm trying not to run up the score or something, there's been a couple of years when I was a freshman head coach. We had a really good team, and we were playing a not so good team. Um, and the game was already—we were—I mean, we were ahead like thirty-six to zero at some point. We just got into safety. Wow. Like, okay, great. I don't know what else. I was like. All right, we're calling off. Like I'm—I'm I'm getting ready for everybody else to, you know, get everyone else into the game for the second half before it goes into a running clock, and there's there's like two minutes before the half and because it was a safety we get the ball back uh and the their kid punted it and we returned it for a touchdown and i, I just sat there i was like and i'm looking across going i really i was like i'm trying not to score like holy cow this is this is ridiculous what
1: else can we do to help you
2: <laughs> i just didn't know what to do i was like okay Well, it's a running clock and I was like, all right, well, and because some, you know, I know I didn't want the other coach to think that we were trying to run up the score or anything else like that. I've had that happen to me uh, also where teams run up the score. Um, And it's like, that's, uh, you know, I lose respect for you as a coach. I've actually yelled at coaches who've done that. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You've proved your point already. You're up by 45. Right. You don't need to be throwing the ball down the field.
0: No. No here here hey last question for you um what is like one of your proudest moments proudest coach moment
2: i don't know if i have any what no i mean it's
0: hey you have some players playing in the nfl that that's got to make you feel pretty good
2: it's different it's not i mean it's cool for them um the (sighs) the reason why is i can't there's there's a lot there's a lot of different things like some of the things that you get excited about are when you know you get invited i mean from you know get invited to a former player's wedding you know that's always really cool that is cool you know to that's happened a a couple times here um you know yeah having you know having kids you know go on success play you know college football is pretty cool um Having, you know, you know, the, the nice thing about our our team and everything else, just how we do it, is, um, yeah, it's uh, that's a hard question. I don't know.
0: We didn't mean it to be a stumper. <laughs>
2: no, it, but it, it's just, you know, I'm always proud of how the guys like compete, how we do things. You know, that's always something. But the, there's never really one. Like, I mean, that's just it. There's never really one time where I can say, wow, this is like the proudest moment. No, you know, I'm, I'm always looking at being, you know, proud of what they do all the time. Like no matter what we, no matter what the record's been, um, are we competing? I think there's only a few times where I've felt like uh, the players that we had were truly honestly a bunch of jerks and couldn't wait for the season to end. Um And I can only probably think of, and even out of that was just, you know, a few select people um, out of the class. Other than that, you know, it's always been, you know, each year is a different year. So it always brings new things that you end up being really proud of. I mean, the current team we've got, the way they're competing, wasn't a very good year last year. And the current crop of juniors, the way they've been, you know, fighting through everything and having to adjust to how we do things with uh, COVID right now. And, um, you know, that's, they've been doing a really, really good job. So, I mean, that's, that's just it. Like it's never, there's never just one thing. There's a lot of things that, um, you know, I'll see them I'm proud of what they do. So,
0: you know, I feel like that's what makes you such an inspiration too. Cause you, I feel like for us, you've been someone to look up to, not just how you teach, how you educate Um, how you embrace education and then how you embrace coaching and how you're constantly learning. You are always reading and studying and, and working on how to be better so that you can help your players be better. And that's just been pretty awesome. And um, with that, we just want to say thank you. Thanks for going out on a limb here and taking the time to be with us today and um, be our first guest on our show. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Any final thoughts?
2: No not
0: really awesome man of so many words i know
2: i'm going to bed (laughs) (laughs) that's my final thought i'm gonna go take a nap
0: go go take a nap awesome well you've earned it thank you again we love you and appreciate you very much love you guys too cool all right well that was so much fun um to be able to talk with our brother um like we said we're just so honored to have him on our show and Um, he's just doing such awesome things with his students in the classroom and outside of the classroom. So, um, we thank him so much for being on our show. And with that, that has brought us to the Mm -hmm. STW joke of the day. I have no idea. I have, I didn't even prep a joke ahead of time. So Uh we're just going to open one up. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And this one has to do with kind of a, a sporting thing. Of course it does. Well, it just, the universe happens that way sometimes. All right. Um, why did the bicycle need help standing up?
1: Because mm, it didn't have a leg to stand
0: on. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's kind of oh, a good answer. Okay. Um, this this answer is because it was too tired. Get it too tires, <laughs> too tired. Because it was too oh tired. Oh. You stop laughing
1: at those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> STW, that's an honor of you. What's our um affirmator for today? Yeah, ultimate
1: potential. I choose to live a life of my fullest potential trust that this will draw me towards experiences and people that support my growth and accomplishment tuning into this frequency I now reach higher heights than I ever thought possible knowing that's an option why would I have ever tuned into anything else. I'm looking at you, smooth jazz and talk radio.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So funny, talk radio. That's kind of what we're doing. Awesome. Thank you for the affirmator. Thank you guys for listening. Um, We love having you just hang out with us like we say all the time. It's very cool for us. Leave us a review if you can. Leave us reviews. Find us wherever you find our podcasts. um, Refer your people. Yeah. Yeah. We like more people. We do like we, we like people. Mm hmm. Um, not as much as we like geese, not when I'm
1: shopping. I don't
0: like people when I'm shopping, but I love all of you. Yes. Humans. You're a humanist. All right, you guys, we hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. The podcast. Super friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, undercurrent podcast, at NBC Sports.